episode 32, Stock Market Advance, March 2021. Welcome to Retirement Tactical Money Management. Joe Cantu, Chief Investment Officer of Cantu Tactical Wealth Management, is your host and has over 30 years of experience in the retirement money management profession. He is a West Point graduate with a Master's in Business Administration and has worked for three of the largest Wall Street firms as a stockbroker and portfolio manager. Episode 32, the stock market will continue to advance here in March 2021. So uh, I sent an email blast out to uh, many of our firm uh, clients, but I wanted to follow up and kind of expand on what I sent out. First off, looking at the major economic indicators, they're pointing to a further advance for the stock market. A majority of earnings just across the board in all categories, the, the market continues to do well. If you look at real estate, real estate is just booming nationwide. And that's a, a good uh, precursor to a more advancing stock market. Now, one thing, let's talk about vaccines. Vaccines are rolling out globally. Many people are getting them now. As a matter of fact, just this past month, Johnson & Johnson had a one-shot vaccine approved for distribution to the public. Just for disclosure reasons, we own Johnson & Johnson in our portfolios. Now, again, I'm not recommending the stock. This is just for entertainment reasons and educational reasons as well. One more thing I wanted to talk about is uh, the states about wearing masks. Now, there's actually two states in the United States who have uh, removed the mask requirement. That's the state of Texas and the state of Mississippi. That's going to be relaxing this requirement to wear the mask and probably make it a little bit more pro-business attitude. Florida will follow suit maybe within the next 90 days. I don't have any proof of that, but it just seems like if the other states are beginning to re relax the mask requirement, then my guess is they will allow people to wear masks on their own accord if they would like and businesses to do the same if they require masks as well. Let me talk about the February sell-off. There's two aspects that uh, really caused the sell-off. Now, it appeared as though there was just major sector rotation, industry sector rotation in the month of February. We saw a lot of the tech stocks selling off. Even Apple that came out with great earnings, it did not do well in the month of February. So it's interesting that you're having this sector rotation. And what I've seen money managers purchasing is they're purchasing more conservative or less volatile uh, stocks that have a little bit more income or dividend income to them. So I think that's interesting. The second thing that caused the market sell-off is there's been a lot of hedge fund activity in the marketplace. And then so there were some situations where many of the uh, technology stocks had to be sold off in order for them, money managers or hedge fund managers, to cover their short positions. So I guess in some way you could say there was an artificial reason not related to the fundamental earnings of companies that caused the market to sell off. Despite that, I do believe 
the markets will continue to advance on a global basis because of the fact that vaccines are rolling out, and this will probably last throughout the year. I want to talk about what my expectations are for the next market correction. Now, I believe the next market correction could be initiated or instigated, I should say, by our United States Congress Democratic administration. They will impose higher taxes on the American public as promised by the new president. Historically, when a new administration has a tax plan, that tax plan typically rolls out between the months of June and August of the new year. And then they typically retro that new tax plan to one January of that year. So in the case of the United States, many people are expecting anywhere from a 30 to 40% increase in taxes. The most unfortunate aspect is that it will be retroed back to January 1st, 2021. So there is no escaping this. You can't escape from it. So if you think you could sell your stock now or your house or whatever capital assets you have and pay a lower tax, that's not going to happen because they will retro it all the way back to January 1st, 2021, you will pay the higher tax that the Democratic administration is imposing on the American people. And that's just the way it is. You can't get around it. And that's, uh, again, uh, historical findings that we have when we see these new tax plans in place. Now, our actions in our portfolio, because we are a tactically active money manager, that we do industry sector rotation. And we have been rotating into new securities. Many clients and customers can see that we're rotating into new securities. So we're doing the sector rotation as well because we want to own the right stocks when the market starts to advance. If it's not technology, we think there's some tech that will move, but there may not be others that, that move. The point is, is that we need to own that asset class that's in favor. A slang slogan that I always hear is uh, don't fight the tape. That means don't fight the ticker tape. If the market's moving up, we want to participate. And as a tactical money manager, that is our job is to sector rotate into that. And being active the way we are, we will sector rotate into industry sectors that are moving up and have momentum. Now, again, that could be stocks or it could be bonds if things change. So sometimes the best sectors aren't necessarily equities, but they could be fixed income. We rotate into those categories. We try to own the top five sectors, industry sectors, each month. That's the goal of our firm is to own the top five sectors. And then we can drill down into that sector and then buy a particular stock. Now, some stocks, keep in mind, some stocks may cross sectors. For example, Home Depot is a good example of a cross-sector stock. It can be considered a retail stock. It can also be considered in the materials category as well because they sell a lot of building materials and things like that. Amazon is another good example. Amazon is a tech stock, can be considered a retail stock, but as well, they own AWS, which is Amazon Web Services, which is the cloud 
that's in the technology field. So uh, Warren Buffett calls this aspect of being in different sectors, he calls this a wide moat. He calls it moat. So it has a wide moat. A, a company with a narrow moat perhaps just makes one product, say tires, for example, Goodyear. It has a very narrow moat in what their product sales are. But it's important that when you're looking at, at a portfolio to ensure that there's enough income being fed into the portfolio through fixed income securities if you own them. Now, we do own fixed income securities in our portfolios. Now, as interest rates are moving up, if you're a retiree, take note, the preferred securities to own are bonds that move up with interest rates or securities that move up with interest rates. For example, maybe preferreds or convertibles as well, corporate bonds. You know, the sad thing is, is if you're a retiree and you're following the financial planning rules and you're older, it kind of age discriminates against you because many financial planners will place government bonds in your portfolio. Now, if interest rates are moving up, you're going to lose money because government bonds go down with a ri in a rising interest rate market. So it's important to have the proper kind of bonds in there, and that would be the corporate bonds or something tied a little bit to the equity market. So if you're going to have bonds in your portfolio, then have the right kind of bonds. We have several things in our arsenal. We also have securities that can move up with a weak dollar. So I've received many comments from my email blast and one of the questions I, I have received is the fact that there's so much money that has been issued out there throughout the world that it could lead to inflation. And then if it leads to inflation, then that's an aspect that probably makes commodities more favorable. But in addition, in the United States, for example, because they've issued so much money out and there's so much debt, that you could have a weak dollar and then uh, the U.S. dollar falling. Well, just to let you know and make you feel comfortable, in our arsenal of securities, we have investments that can go up in value when a U.S. dollar is falling. That's correct. So if a U.S. dollar is falling, we can place these securities in our portfolios, and they will make money as the U.S. dollar falls. Crazy as it may sound, but we use that as a, uh, it's, it's basically a, a weapon that we use to protect our assets for our customers. And we've used it many times, and I've used it throughout the years. We actually have a cash management uh, fixed income uh, strategy here at the firm, and it currently owns this investment, that um, the security that goes up with a weak dollar. So. Keep that in mind, and, and, and we can use that at any time when we start to see inflation rear its head and uh, the U.S. dollar starting to fall. But I don't think it's necessary to put it in the portfolio right now. I believe that it's important to remain equity heavy in the portfolios because I do see an advancement in the markets as the global pandemic starts to go away as people are vaccinated around the world. Furthermore, in our portfolios, we are uh, diversifying 
into international positions, that is, investments outside the United States in anticipation of a United States tax hike. Now, you know, our goal is to make money in, in all environments, whether the market's moving up or the market's moving down. So if we see the U.S. starting to have problems with the U.S. market, this is why we have already begun to move into international investments outside the U.S. Now, they could be international stocks. But let me disclose, for example, that we currently own Schlumberger, which is a French stock. It's a French oil service company, but it does trade on the New York Stock Exchange. But as well, we're diversifying into other regions around the world, and we will continue to do so. You can call it a hedge, for example, to ensure that we can protect our clients' assets, or another way to look at it is try to make money despite the fact that you could have a U.S. sell-off moving forward. So it's a way to diversify the portfolios, try to mitigate any losses that we may have if the U.S. market sells off through to taxes. You will see more international investments being positioned in the portfolio throughout the year. We will continue to sector rotate as necessary into the best investments that we see ahead. As a registered investment advisor, I have some disclosures. So take a listen. Thanks. Joe Cantu, Chief Investment Officer of Cantu Tactical Wealth Management, is your host and has over 30 years of experience in the retirement money management profession. He is a West Point graduate with a Master's in Business Administration and has worked for three of the largest Wall Street firms as a stockbroker and portfolio manager. Over 10 years ago, he created Cantu Tactical Wealth Management, which actively balances and selects investments based on a tactical approach rather than the traditional strategic management method. Instead of the buy and hold philosophy, he believes in the pursuit of finding investments showing momentum, performance regardless of the direction of the market. His experience includes IRA accounts, 401k rollovers, trusts, endowments, defined benefit plans, 403bs, and 401k plans. Additionally, he served as a night college instructor for seniors, teaching high net worth retirement and estate planning for 14 years. Podcast views and personal opinions are for educational and entertainment purposes only and does not constitute a recommendation. Investing has risk of loss and you should consult with your own advisors for any financial decisions. Cantu Tactical Wealth Management and Joe Cantu are a fiduciary firm and registered investment advisor in the states of California, Florida, Georgia, and Texas providing pure independent advice and money management.